Hello, everyone. My name is Kelly, and I am the Partnerships Development Manager here at Women Who Code. Hi, I'm Jody Lohr. I'm the Senior User Happiness Manager and Job Board Product Owner at Women Who Code. And hi, I'm Molly Devine, and I'm the Individual Giving Manager with Women Who Code. Oh, it's so great to meet with you all today. Um, as the Partnership Development Manager, I actually work with our partners to develop relationships that help to um, establish ways for them to support our community, as well as to educate them on some of the obstacles that our members face in our wonderful world of technology. Um, and Jody, can you elaborate a little bit more about uh, your position? Sure. So I oversee the job board, both from the applicant side and the companies who choose to post with us. And as far as user happiness, it's pretty much what it sounds like. My job is to try to keep our community happy and make sure that it's a great experience for anybody who visits our website or is a part of our community. How about you, Molly? Yeah, for me, you know, I work to build really strong relationships with people who have uh, are interested in taking an active role in supporting the Women Who Code mission. And to me, it's important to give those people the tools um, and the resources and the means to be able to make an impact on our community that fits um, their goals and their the outcomes they'd like to see in terms of moving our mission forward. I'm so glad you mentioned our mission, Molly. A lot of the partners that we work with and organizations um, really lend their gifts to our mission. Um, it looks like a way for us to be able to offer opportunities to our community through their job board postings, through digital events that offer on-demand content to our community, um, even our major events such as our conferences and our technical track summits. Um, their participation in those provides wonderful and very rich um, information for our members. Our community campaigns that we do um, interview people who have risen above the glass and really transcended those glass ceilings to provide inspiration and empowerment to our community to know that it's important um, to keep going and keep tracking on, you know, applying for different positions and continuing your career in technology. A lot of our job board supporters um, often uh, post jobs and can you tell us a little bit, Jody, on how those jobs are posted and why they're constructed the way they are? Absolutely. So our job board was actually created by engineers and they were able to give the feedback as to what it was that they were looking for. We estimate that engineers spend about 1.5 seconds looking at a job board when they're scrolling down. So it needs to be concise. It needs to be to the point, not too wordy. Engineers are busy people. And we like to relay that to companies who want to post with us. And we also feel that when a company reaches out to us, that they want to be aligned with our mission. They're saying, we support women who code. We want more women. And it's a great opportunity to educate them because we know that they're open, even though that style of posting a job is a little different. It's not what you would see in a big, gigantic job board, but it's what our company is looking for. And Molly, can you tell us a little bit about um, how donors also contribute to the Women Who Code mission? 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the really, you know, fantastic things about our organization as a whole is that Women Who Code um, is 100% free membership. And I think our CEO, Elena Percival, said it perfectly to me the other day. You know, we're an organization that is committed to accessibility. And because of this, we keep our membership 100% free so that financials are not a barrier to success. And we really rely on the generosity of donors to help keep that membership free. And where that really comes into play is that, you know, $27 is how much it takes to keep Women Who Code membership free for one member for a whole year. You know, to kind of break that down to something that everyone understands, it's $27 is equivalent to five grande pumpkin spice lattes from Starbucks. <laughs> Who doesn't love their pumpkin spice, right? But with that amount um, of money, it assures our members have access to the tools, resources, and programming to help them succeed in their tech careers and to retain the 50% of women most likely to leave their jobs in tech. And what we do know is that when we're able to retain a woman in the tech industry, her lifetime earnings increase by 1.7 million. And so when we're looking at things like you know reoccurring donors, those reoccurring donors who are committing to $27 a month are providing these resources for 12 women or historically excluded people a year and giving them the opportunity to succeed and to thrive and to grow and then to go, go on and to support other women in that regard. So it sounds like some of the benefits of partnering with different organizations is that it gives them an opportunity to kind of engage with our community and allow us to be exposed to their company cultures and what it's like to work inside of those organizations and how that kind of benefits us through not only the free membership that you mentioned, Molly, but maybe also through our free access to the programming and all of the wonderful on-demand content that they also provide for us. With each of these companies, what is it like as far as their commitment to um, getting an equitable tech industry and how those practices can affect us all as women in tech in our community? Well, I would say that it's very clear that when a company reaches out to women who code, that they know what our, who our community is. They're coming to us because they want, they want to have access to our 320,000 members in tech. And it's been really incredible watching the shift from when our job board was first launched in 2016, when we had people here and there saying, oh, we don't have a lot of women on our team. Maybe we should have some more women to what it is now, which is people reaching out to us saying, the women on our team are so beneficial. We want more instead of it being the way that it was where they noticed the inequities and now they're noticing how much women contribute to their team. So that's been a really big shift. And it's really nice to talk to companies and see their dedication and see how important it is for our members to know that they are aligned with our mission. And I totally agree. I feel that through the partnership development program that we have, that our partners really are able to join our mission and help to create solutions for our community um, that allow them to show up to be part of the change along with us. A lot of our partners um, and the relationships that we've developed with those um, companies have really gone on to provide excellent um, opportunities for our members to be included 
with a seat at the table, so to speak, you know, um, and to make sure that they're empowered in the workforce when looking at different positions or different organizations that they'd like to be a part of. And I think the way that we're able to um, increase that engagement um, really shows our community the DE&I intentions that our partners have and bring to the table. And I think you probably see this as well, Molly, through donations. Can you talk about that as well? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, what you and, and Jody have both said really relates to, you know, what our donors see too. I, I had a donor who commented that they they chose to give to Women Who Code because they thought that they were a part of the problem at one point. They thought that they were a diverse and equitable industry. And then, you know, upon realizing it was kind of a boys club and, and you know, unconsciously they were contributing to that and they wanted to make sure that that was changing and recognizing that there are so many smart inspiring, you know, and powerful women and and people of diversity that are out there that could really contribute to their organization. And so, you know, the people that are really contributing in terms of donations, they're people that, you know, that believe in the mission. They're people that have been directly impacted by our mission. And we've been really lucky to acquire this this great diverse board um, of, of, of board members and advisors who not only um, support our community, but are representative of our community in terms of who they are, what they look like, you know, um, and, and have a great set of diversity within our board members that are pushing the mission forward because not only do they believe in it, but they're a part of it. You know, they're part of that industry and, and together finding really great donors um, who, who are kind of in that same realm. You know, last year we were lucky to have, you know, a $100,000 donation come in through Art Block celebrating um, their first year as an organization, and they donated $100,000 and gave our members um, and our donors the opportunity to um, have their gift matched through that $100,000 gift. And then moving forward into this year, we have another donor, Craig Newmark, who's made it one of his passion projects to come forward and say, you know, women are so essential to this industry um, and, and put forward a $75,000 gift and say that anyone that donates through our end of, um, end of year giving campaign um, will have that donation matched as well. And so just people that, that recognize, the, recognize the need and are putting forth, you know, not just not just saying, you know, I believe in it, but putting their money where their mouth is, right? And coming forward and saying, you know, I'm going to be a part of the solution because I know how important it is. Yes, that's a great way to show support. And it does show that people do understand what our mission is here and that they also want to be a part of changing it and also part of encouraging women to take that step out and really um, do things that make the changes, not only in our organization or in our community, but in their individual lives as well. So that's pretty awesome. Thanks for sharing that with us, Molly. I did wanna also find out more about how our job board um, encourages our members to apply and what some of those hiring processes look like and what that means when we're explaining to partners um, this is some of the information that our technologists want to see. What would some of those things be, Jody? So if you take a look at our job board and if you take a look at what a post looks like, it's very, very short and very to the point. And we like to tell companies that keeping it concise is the most important thing. A very important statistic is that 
women are very likely to talk themselves out of applying for a job if they do not consider themselves an expert in every field listed. And that is different for men. And so if you're a company and you would love to be hiring a Python developer, but it would be great if they also knew Rails and if they also knew JavaScript and if they also knew WordPress, put Python. Because what you're really looking for is a Python developer. Those other things, those nice to have things. Talk to applicants about that during the hiring process, during the interview process. You never know how willing somebody might be to learn those things while on the job. And that's a very important thing that we like to impart to our companies. Additionally, for our members, because there is that statistic about talking themselves out of applying, we like to say, apply anyway. You see a job there and you say to yourself, mm, maybe I'm not 100% skilled in everything that's on there. That might not be what the company's intention is. Maybe they're not looking for somebody who is skilled in all of these things, but they don't actually realize what listing all of these stack items, all of these requirements might be doing to potential applicants. So apply anyway. You never know if your unique skill set, even if it's not what it says on that particular job post, it might be exactly what a company is looking for. We've had incredible success with our members finding jobs. Touch Lab this year hired a project manager who has now worked her way up to a senior project manager from the Women Who Code community. Our last Connect conference, Fidelity hired two to three engineers just from attendees alone. It's an incredibly valuable resource that's there for our members. It's free. It's for you. These companies are looking for you. Oh, that's awesome. And speaking of communities, a lot of the relationships that we've developed is a really good way for us to build trust from our members through these communities and through these companies, because there are times where we may also not only have a little doubt in ourselves if we're qualified, but maybe doubt a little bit if this is a good place or a healthy place for us to work um, as women, knowing that there may be things that are more encouraged at other companies um, than some. So I say that to say the relationships that we build, build trust with our companies through our community. They let us know what the their interests are for our community members. And when we're able to apply for those jobs and upload our resume to the databases that we have around our year-long uh, con collections or around our conference collections, this allows us to show companies that we have a voice and that there are certain things that we expect as employers um, to receive, you know, to kind of get our talents in the door. So it's important to build trust, to build that relationship. Um, and then it gives us a long-term sustainability with each of our partners as well, whether um, we're moving them from being just a sponsor of a conference to now a year-long partnership um, to now a multi-year uh, partnership as we have with some of our founding sponsors and partners, um, such as VMware, who's been a longstanding founding partner and supporter of Women Who Code. I think that also um, lends itself to some of our donors and our members who have become donors. Molly, do you have any information for us around that? 
Yeah, thank you, Kelly and Jody. I think I love what you both had to share. And just to, to go back to that apply anyway, I think that's such a fantastic thing to remind people because I know even from my personal standpoint that there have been times when I've, I've told myself, no, you don't have the right skills or, or maybe you're not in the right space. And I've gone forward and I've applied anyways. And, you know, we have had some really fantastic, you know, uh, donor or uh, members who have then transitioned into those great careers um, through the resources that they've had through Women Who Code. One of the great things that we know is that, you know, when women work, they invest 90% of their salaries back into their community and their families. And we've seen that through our, our donor stories um, of women who were, you know, able to transition into careers in tech, you know, through scholarships to boot camps that they received through Women Who Code. And, you know, I like to say, right, we know empowered women, they're going to empower. And, you know, there was a woman um, who was named Shannon, and Shannon came to Women Who, who Code and said that Women Who Code was instrumental in launching her, her career in tech. And, got her to where she is today. And she said, you know, that no, um, no one achieves success on her own. And, and I think that we know that to be true. You know, everyone gets to where they are um, through the help of someone else, people lifting them up and supporting them and empowering them. And she said that, you know, without support from groups and people like those she met through Women Who Code, she wouldn't be where she was today. And now she's so well established in her career that she can afford to take, you know, a percentage of her salary and sponsor someone else's education so that they can have the success that she saw. Um, and keep moving and keep building. Um, another one of our, our donors, you know, said that she received a partial scholarship to a boot camp through our organization. She said that it allowed her to keep learning in her field and accelerate and move into a developer position uh, and continue upscaling her career. And I just think those stories are really right. They're those great success stories of, of um, you know, standing on the backs of those who came before you and supporting those um, who help support you. And I think that's a wonderful thing. And I think that's a really special thing about our community is that, you know, they are growing, but they also are remembering, you know, where they came from and supporting those um, who come after them. Yes, that's awesome. And some of the other ways as members in such a large community that we can all participate is by using all of the resources that are provided both from our community and our relationships and partnerships with organizations. And it really justifies the work that we do when we're all able to participate and have resources that actually catapult our careers um, to where we want them to be. Making sure that again, uploading your resume database or uploading your resume to our database is essential in making sure that when great opportunities come along that maybe you haven't even seen for yourself, you may get that phone call where someone has seen your resume and is reaching out to offer you a position of a lifetime, which will help you to further communicate with our members and donate your time and your successes as inspiration for the next members who come up behind you. We have uh, programming and resources and scholarships and even our major events like our Connect conferences and summits um, that your participation is vital to moving our mission forward and making sure that not only everyone who's here as a member today, but our future members have a brighter and easier trail to, um, to walk, to be able to be bigger participants in this technology industry. Remember that visiting different booths from our partners at our Connect conferences and our track summits give you an awesome way to meet people who actually work for those organizations that can answer any questions you may have and encourage you along your journey to find um, your dream job. 
it's a good thing to also move from being a member to a donor, but also from a mentee to a mentor and providing that experience that you've gained along the way to someone who's coming up behind you. Well, today was a great conversation, ladies. I'm glad we were able to talk about the relationships between our partners, our job board supporters, and our donors, and even with our members and how we can all keep contributing to move our mission forward. Um, if you would like to get involved with Women Who Code or being part of the mission to continuing support Women Who Code, let's spread the word about how Women Who Code has empowered you. Share your story uh, via our social juice um, or on our social media platforms. You can share and encourage your communities to donate um, through friendships, through other members that you connect with on social media. And if you work at a great company that you think would be a great alignment with women who code, encourage them to become a partner and to reach out to offer that support. Jody and Molly, did you have anything you'd like to say as we wrap up our conversation today? Yeah, I'd just like to, you know, reiterate what you said, Kelly. I think I think you said it perfectly, you know, sharing out those stories about how you've been impacted. I think, you know, there's so many ways, right, that you can get involved um, with the mission and be a supporter of the mission, whether it's through sharing um, about the impact um, and, and posting on your social or, or, you know, being a volunteer or being a donor, you know, we just want you to be involved and, and to access the resources and to build the community. And so, you know, from our side of things, I encourage you, you know, look out for some more information coming about Giving Tuesday. Like I said earlier, we've got a uh, $75,000 uh, match gift uh, kicking off through Craig Newmark. Um, he was generous enough to donate that money. So anyone who donates to Women Who Code um, through our end of year giving, that donation will be matched uh, up to that $75,000 threshold threshold. So it's a great way to double your impact on the community. Jody. Yeah. I just want to reiterate that if you are looking to elevate yourself, if you're looking for a different opportunity, check out our job board, apply, apply, apply. Don't sell yourself short. Your next amazing dream job could be right around the corner. And additionally, if you work for an amazing company and you want to align yourself with our mission, reach out to us, become a posting company and let other members know how amazing you are and give them the same opportunity.